uh, summertime at the Jersey Shore. Nothing like it. Hey, it's AC Primetime Radio, the podcast. My name is Mel Taylor. It's all about capturing the fun, the excitement, and bringing the news to you of Atlantic City, Margate, Ventnor, Longport, and Brigantine. And, whoa, what the hell is, is that a bulldozer? No, get out of the way! What pumping? Ooh! Be careful. Uh, dredges. Our beaches. They're building dunes in the summer. Are you high right now? Working smart and not hard. <laughs> this is AC Primetime Radio. The new media is taking over where the old media failed. A fascist dictatorship. You are fake news. Live from the home of Miss America, it's time to reimagine, redevelop, reinvest. The new alternative media is becoming the dominant media. This is AC Primetime Radio with Mel Taylor. This is AC Primetime, the podcast. My name is Mel Taylor. It's May 5th, 2017, bringing you the news of Margate, Ventnor, Longport, Atlantic City, and Brigantine. Can you believe it? Dune building at the peak of the summer season. Yesterday, the Ventnor commissioners got together and said, we've had it. We're going to disinvite the state to come down here. They were planning to come down here and bring their bulldozers and their dredges and their pumps to put new dunes on our beaches. Why did the Ventnor commissioners and you, Lance Landgraf, what was the final straw that made you disinvite the state to come to our beaches in just a few weeks? Well, it was the fact of the, the change in schedule, the significant change in schedule. These projects are always in flux, and they certainly move week by week when, when the dredges are available and weather conditions and equipment breakdowns. This was a significant change. We were advised all through the process up until Tuesday of this week that the the project was going to start in late August and then the dredging and and material being put on our beaches in September. On Tuesday, we were advised by the DEP's office, uh, Assistant Commissioner uh, Rosenblatt uh, came down and met with us and indicated that due to circumstances affecting the other end of the project in Longport, we would have to now start in Ventnor on June 8th. Um, That was certainly not in our plans. The city had made numerous event plans. As you follow, Mel, we do a lot of beach activities. We really promoted the beach this year with with our activities. And this really interfered with a lot of what was going on there. What type of feedback were you getting from businesses or those involved with rentals and real estate? Were you getting people saying, hey, uh, what's going on? Are the Ventnor beaches going to be open to enjoy this summer? We did get some feedback and some concerns. Um, we've gone through this before. We've, we've had two other summers in the last, you know, seven, eight years where the DEP and the Army Corps have been on our beaches doing beach replenishment and building dunes. We understand how that process worked. We thought we were getting cut a break this time because we've cooperated with them all along. We've been the municipality out there in the front understanding why we need dunes and, and accepting the fact that where we live needs that protection. So we were disappointed when, when the schedule changed. The businesses were certainly disappointed. Um, so we, we tried to bring them in and, and talk to the DEP and say, look, we'd really like to see if you can and change this schedule. Uh, and that resulted in today's meeting that we had at noon today. Okay, so yesterday you informed the state, the DEP, that they were no longer invited to the Ventnor beaches because you already had a whole bunch of stuff for summer 2017 set up. So today, 
you had a conversation at 12 noon with whom? With David Rosenblatt, Bill Dixon, and Kerry Kirk Flug from the DEP, uh, as well as uh, Commissioner Kreeble and myself, and uh, Dave Smith, our public works director. And this was a public works a, superintendent. Was this a conference call over the phone? No, no. They came down. They talked to us. Uh, we actually, I know, I should, I missed one person. Keith Watson from the Army Corps, who's the project manager on on the project, was on on the phone. The rest of us were in the mayor's office. Did you get any feedback when you sent out the the message yesterday that they were no longer invited? Well, obviously they weren't too happy with it. Um, they want to get this project done. Uh, they they need to move in a certain schedule, and and they understand our concerns. They did say that, and David was was very apologetic. David Kirschenblatt or Rosenblatt, excuse me, was very apologetic um, about it. He understands we supported the process all along. And, you know, they certainly weren't happy with it. You know, the, the, you know, you're not, you're not welcome on our, on our beaches. That was our statement. You know, they do have the jurisdiction to come in here and do this. I want to make this very clear. We are not going to litigate this. This is not something that we're going to to fight. We had hoped to be able to rearrange the schedule. Um, As of today, we are not able to do that. Um, They will work with us with our events. We've had a long list of events that we gave to them with certain dates, July 4th being one with the fireworks down in Margate. That's kind of a community, dual community event. The end result of the meeting today was that we've worked out somewhat scheduled to keep our events functioning in the city, you know, throughout the the process. Um, Their lay down areas, we amended those to make sure our volleyball league runs on on Tuesday nights. Um, Our movies on the beach and things of that nature will be you know, flexible where we have them, depending on where the, the work is happening uh, at the time. Um, I thought it was a very positive meeting. Still disappointed that they're going to be here sometime around June 8th. That set date is not permanent yet because it's all scheduled, depending on when the dredges get here. When they finish up in Ortley Beach, they got to come to us. Still huge disappointment that it's coming in our summer. Very much appreciative of the, the effort that the DEP and the Army Corps has put in to work around some of our events. Specifically, the main one we were concerned about is bringing the dredge pipe, the main pipe that brings the sand onto the beach, in at the pier. We didn't, we did not want it to coming in at the pier. Disrupts our surf beach, disrupts our fishermen. So they've agreed to move that down beach um, several blocks. So it's away from our our main surfing and fishing pier, uh, not to to interrupt the use of that facility and that structure. And it was great they came down here to Ventnor to meet with you guys. And they're not happy that this project was delayed as much as it was. This was supposed to happen last fall. It's been pushed for various reasons. I'm not going to get into the reasons that that it's been delayed to this point, but the project is moving forward. We understand why they have to move it forward now because it has to be finished at a certain point. The contract has to have it complete all the way down to Longport by a certain date in October. Instead of starting at that end, they had to start at this end we're going to take the brunt of that. You know, we hope they're out of here. We get great weather, and we hope they're out of here the first week in July. They've built in some weather delays. We're hoping that we get good weather and that they're they're you know they're off Ventnor property as soon as possible. They will work every every method they can to do that. Is there documentation as to which blocks or which portions of Ventnor Beach will be worked on and cordoned off over the course of those weeks? Well, what will happen is that they will start at that. Jackson Avenue, they will start at the, the, the Ventnor Atlantic City border, and they will work 
down in, in thousand foot four block areas. Twenty four seven you'll get to see it and hear it, Mel. If you've not if you've not been here for this before, it, it's actually a spectacle. You know, that one thousand feet at a time cordoned off with all that equipment and all the fencing. I don't think anybody is going to want to sit and put their beach chair anywhere near those 1,000 feet increments of work. Right. They, they keep people uh, beyond the, the fence that they will put up and move each day. They keep you about 150 to 200 feet away from there. Uh, so, yeah, there's, there's a little buffer zone on either side of it or on, on around the, the outsides of it and in the water as well. They keep you away from the pipes as they come in. But, yes, there, there is going to be some disruption. Absolutely. There's not much more we can do about it. We made our, our concerns, you know, known to the DEP. They are working with us. They're, they're in some of our areas, especially in around the holiday, July 4th, they are going to put on extra security, um, and make, make sure that, because that's a very kid friendly event, the fireworks we want to make sure that the kids aren't walking down to the beach. They hope to be out of almost at the end of Ventnor by July 4th. They think they'll be almost done there. We are talking to Ventnor Commissioner Lance Langraf. This is AC Primetime Radio. My name is Mel Taylor. Uh, did our good friend to the south, Mayor Michael Becker of Margate, has he spoken to you since uh, you made uh, that reach out to the uh, folks at the DEP? I did not speak with him, but Tim Kriebel, Commissioner Kriebel, um, works with, with Mayor Becker at Colmar. He does the kitchen designs there. So they, they've had conversations. We've we have a very good relationship with, with our, our neighbor. They have the same concerns that this is going to be affecting their summer, and, and they've, they will be having the same meetings we are having to schedule around their events as, as much as possible. We were kind of hoping that Mr. Becker would sort of get a little more of a second, a second wind and maybe join you in your, uh, in your, <laughs> in your battle to uh, push back, or at the very least, ask the state, please show us, show us mercy. This is the time we need to make money here. Uh, and Down Beach, you know, not only Ventnor, New Jersey, but, you know, our neighbors, Atlantic City and Margate, as well as Longport. And listen, we know that Nick Russo, Mayor Nick Russo down in Longport, he needs the help the most. He's getting a revetment, getting a lot of big jetty rocks. Quite frankly, I wish we could take our share of that Sandy Relief money and give it to Nick Russo. I, but I don't know if you and I see eye to eye on that. But I do believe that portions of Absecon Island uh, certainly have a, uh, well, differing, a differing need uh, in regards to protecting our shorelines. Well, just to touch base on that a little bit, I mean, I, we're we're a little flustered at the fact that you know Ventnor participated in the in the dunes, and we did not get money to help you know, any of the damage that was done to our residents. Uh, Margate didn't participate and got six million dollars from FEMA to help move the sand back onto the beach. So that that's a little disturbing. That FEMA has has you know people who participate and protect their properties don't get the same benefit that the people who don't protect their properties. Was that, is that a situation where Ventnor just didn't lobby strong enough during that period of time? No, we lobbied strong enough. I mean, it was pr- prior to my, my uh, being on commission, but they, the lobbying was there, but uh, just wasn't, uh, wasn't, didn't, didn't come forth. Nothing came from it. So a couple of nights ago at, let me bring in Brigantine, you know, um, we have family there. You, you grew up there as well, and you also do some part-time consulting work for the city of Brigantine. I love that island. Um, last uh, couple nights ago, Wednesday night, uh, city manager Stinson and uh, Mayor Gunther, they started talking about how the, well, the, the Army Corps of Engineers are starting to talk more seriously about uh, not 
always doing these replenishments and then doing them again and again and again. But now they're talking about groins or new jetties in Brigantine. Could this be a, a sign that all of us in the Down Beach area might see groins or jetties in the near future, knowing that beach replenishment and berms and dunes are only Band-Aid solutions? Um, I don't know. Uh, it's a good question. I mean, there was a groin proposed at the end of, of Ventnor when the dunes were first built um, to protect that sand from, from littoral drift down the beach. Um, I don't know that they would put too many more of those, you know, down Epsecan Island. You know, you're going to have one at the end, which, which will, you know, be the end stop. Um, if, if you grew up in, in Brigantine at all, you can remember that the jetty at the south end when I was a kid, that water came well up uh, along the inside of that, not the, the inlet side, but the, the, you know, the north side of that, that jetty. The beach was much less than it is now. I'm talking hundreds of yards less. Um, so that jetty traps all that, that sand that, that drifts down beach um, and, and maintains that beach, and that's, that's a great area there for, for recreation. And, and actually birds love it because it created habitat for the birds there that kind of created some issues there. But um, certainly jetties do a, do a certain job. I don't know that they would put any in the middle of Epsecan Island. Um, there's several up on the, on the Southeast Inlet up by Revel uh, that they built. I'm not sure that that worked out the way they wanted it to after some of the storms scoured out the middle there, but and the army Corps knows where these things can, can be put in and work. Um, something to look, look forward to or, or not to look forward to. I don't know. I don't know how that would help us. Uh, maintain our our dunes and our beaches but certainly if you put them at certain locations it can certainly trap the sand and keep those beaches intact um how do we protect against having those dunes grow too big i think it's 13 feet but over time they grow larger um how do we make sure that those dunes get don't get too tall uh because the view is certainly a big value right. of a ventner uh visitor they are, um, and that is always a concern. Because once the dune is constructed, we can maintain it. We can cut the grasses down and maintain it and clean them, keep the trash and things out of them. We do that. We're not allowed to, under the DEP rules, we cannot lower that dune. Um, ours are much lower. There's only a few sections of our of our dune that go up above where you can't really see the ocean in, in Ventnor. The majority of it is low enough that you can still see over it, where I think our dunes are accreting or growing is in their width um, on both the front and back sides. They haven't gotten too high in most areas. Um, Atlantic City's dune, in my opinion, is, is too high. It, it, it does block the view from the boardwalk. You cannot see over it from the boardwalk. Uh, if you're walking Ventners, you can, even after it's built, because it's at thir- elevation 13, 13 feet above sea level. So you can still see over that, because I believe our boardwalk is right around 12. So you can still see over that with the, um, with the just walking or riding your bike down the boardwalk. Is there any chance that the state or maybe the Fed will start to reallocate dollars to help in what's happening in the back bays? I know that Ventnor is getting ready to roll out some new uh, bulkhead uh, ordinances, right? Where if you are right. a, new, new, a new buyer of parcels or a new home builder or construction, a construction of a new home that you're going to have to adhere to some new, uh, new bulkhead heights. Tell us a little bit about Correct. that. And, and, and Brigantine has had that, that ordinance in place for quite a, a few years, and it helps with tidal flooding and erosion 
throughout the back bay and the back side of the islands. Uh, so we've passed a very similar ordinance that helps us with our CRS rating, which reduces our flood insurance costs to our residents. Um, I do understand, though, that the, D, the DEP and the Army Corps really is starting a study in the back bays to see what can be done along those areas to reduce the effects of, of storm flooding, storm surge, and things of that nature. Now, I will tell you this. The dune system that is in place that was started in just after 2000, 2004 or so, the studies for those dunes were done in the 1980s. So when they go forth with a project, it takes a long time to do these studies to get a project implemented. All right, Lance Landgraf, Commissioner of the City of Ventnor, New Jersey. My name is Mel Taylor on AC Primetime. What do we say to those in Ventnor, those full-time residents, those visitors coming this summer? Well, a couple of things, Mel, and, and thanks for this opportunity to get you know our word out. You know, we, we tried to push back as much as we could to get the dates changed. We're unsuccessful in that regard. We're disappointed in that. However, we did have a very uh, uh, good meeting this morning, noontime, with, with the DEP and the Army Corps and really got some of our issues hammered out with our scheduling of our beach events um, and, and the problems that this is going to cause our residents and our visitors. We are really pushing forward with trying to have the least amount of impact on our beach events uh, through this summer. Um, the Army Corps and the DEP have assured us they will work with us on a, on a moving basis because this schedule is going to be fluctuating. And we've had a very good meeting today. Uh, I've put some faith in, in David uh, Rosenblatt, and he's assured us. He's a Ventnor guy. He's born and raised in Ventnor. Um, and he's married a Margate girl this Sunday. So <laughs> he, he's got some, he's got some roots here and we're, we're appreciative of that. And he's, he's, you know, been very honest with me and has been very upfront and says he will do his best to help our communities get through this as smoothly, as quickly as possible. Sun, fun, news and info from Atlantic City. This is AC Primetime Radio with Mel Taylor. Find us online at acprimetime.com. AC Primetime Radio, sponsored by Lacey Cleaning, the best in carpet cleaning, construction site cleanup and rental turnovers. Go to laceycleaning.com. And AC Primetime Radio is powered by Get Smart Digital, the fastest growing, most sexy Ah. digital marketing company along the Jersey Shore. Need a kick-ass website? Hit them up. GetSmartDigital.com.